Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where the facts are the facts and the opinions hurt people's feelings and conversation breeds confrontation and don't get lost in the nuance of the nonsense because we're here to guide you. It's the boy, Deep Thought, better known as Willie F. And of course, where the shambles reign supreme, I am your boy, Jay. Again, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes. Uh, that's the same thing. Uh, Google Play. <laughs> what else? SoundCloud. I still don't know what it is that you do on Spotify, but whatever it is you do, go do that. The MB Snippets are on the YouTube page. Go check that out. We got the the Examples Podcast. That's on YouTube and Spotify and iTunes. We're, we're everywhere you want us to be. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, honestly. Yeah, we're trying to make things, we're trying to make things happen, man. It's, uh, whether, you, whether you learn from it or you're entertained by it, I mean, I think it's pretty cool that... Uh, we are doing stuff to keep ourselves occupied and not only keep ourselves occupied, but, uh, you know, be create, be creators, quote unquote. Um, yeah, it's fun, man. It's, I, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it at all. If, if somebody would, if I'd ask my 20 year old self, you know, Hey, what do you, what, if, if my 20 year old, if I would go back to my 20 year old self and tell him what I'm doing today, he'd probably be like, nah, uh, no, no, <laughs> nobody cares about your yeah. opinion that much. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do they, do they care about opinions that much in the future? Like, yeah, I mean, they, they hear them and if they don't match theirs, then they probably get upset. But for the most part, I think people are highly intrigued by what people are thinking, regardless of how, how triggered it is. Like people, people, People will hate your opinions, but come back every day, every week, just to hear them. Yeah, that's that's it's, that's it's Skip, wild. That's Skip Bayless. That's Stephen A. Smith. Like, yeah, people it's will hate wild. you, but they will tune in. So for oh, those yeah. that hate oh, us, yeah. that still tune in, we appreciate y'all too. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, man. Uh, it's like I said, it's it's a blessing to be able to do this and and do it from a uh, from a healthy mindset, from a healthy mind state, because um. Yeah, I don't know if I'd do this if I was like in a bad place. And I think a part of me, a part of the reason why I'm in a good place and I'm able to do this to me at a pretty decent level, I wouldn't even say at a high level because I'm still, I'm still, I feel like I'm getting better. I feel like I'm reaching the point of doing this to where it's not, it's not mind boggling at all. Like I just, I just get, I just get my, I just observe throughout the week, get my thoughts together, record, like. Right now, I'm just at a part. I'm at a part of this where I'm trying to make sure that I'm articulating things quickly and and accurately. That's just that's it. And I feel like I wasn't I wasn't there that last year, but I think I'll get there this year or maybe next year. We'll see. We'll see how how long this how long this thing grows. Because apparently, yeah. you know, the the thing the hot thing to do is to 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 find variations of how you're going to serve the people, whether you're paying somebody forty bucks or you putting. What what is that clip that you sent me where she had the plate or this is what I bring to the table? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the thing it's funny, man. Like I said, I know for a fact that we're in a part of society right now where everybody's a performer. Everybody's really a comedian now. And I know about two years ago, I would say like IG comedians and stuff, they probably were at that IG comedy was probably at its prime. 2017 going into 2018 like all of last year you could kind of see the death of ig comedy like coming like they they're established now 
So it's not really any more room for new IG comics because everybody's doing what they do now. You know what I mean? Like you could just go on Twitter. Half the people that go viral did some comedic shit to go viral. And then, you know, hey, like that's their moment. But it just happened to be that when a lot of these IG comics were doing their thing, that established a career. I don't think people are establishing establishing careers like Ha Ha Davis and DC Young Fly anymore off of off of IG um, comedy because so many people are doing it because they realize it's really not that hard. Yeah, people do it on accident. <laughs> All those tweets that you see, oh, you know, this is how those are. That's comedy, but that's just that person realizing that I like this joke the most, so I'm, I'm gonna ride this joke and. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, a lot of the IG comics, they really just rolled one joke the whole time, and that got them famous. That's like I seen not- um, a few days ago where Lil Nas X posted, you know, videos like, you know, one year ago, I just, he's like, he, I, I just loaded Old Town Road up, up on SoundCloud. You know, he was eating a Papa John's pizza, and he's like, you know, I'll be back in a year and tell you where I'm at. And like in a year's time off one song, he doesn't have to work ever again in life. Honestly, honestly. Although I think that a lot of these, a lot of these people that get famous these days, uh, and I, I'm not knocking them, but I always laugh at the algorithm, man. And I, I, not only do I laugh at the algorithm, but I question a lot whether a lot of them are like industry plants, because a lot of it just seems too good to be true. Because the lack of talent in the game today is baffling to me. And I'm real ever since, you know, mid last year, I've gotten real big into like peeping social engineering. I mean, shit, I, I would say around 2014, 2015, I, around the time Tray, Trayvon Martin got killed. Um, that's when I started like really peeping like the context of social engineering. And to a degree, it was smarter years ago. I would say a couple of decades ago the social engineering tactics were a lot more slick. Now it, it's almost sloppy. It's almost like they don't care. It's like, we just going to do some shit. Mm-hmm. Y'all too dumb. Any, y'all too, y'all too dumb. Any way to make a, to, to, to make a change. Y'all going to eat it up regardless. So we just going to do this. And you know, the president could say fake news all day and we could put fake news out, but y'all going to eat it up anyway. Cause y'all dumb. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to throw it. I'm going to throw this shit to, at the wall and, and we'll see if it sticks or not. I know. And I know shit when I throw it. Sick. But you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 gonna stick because people do not the 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 level of critical thinking amongst um, millennials and Gen Zers is it's pretty low. It's pretty low. That's why that's why we label a class of people as woke because of the fact like we're segregating the people that actually think into their own little bubble. Because we're like, oh my God, that that person's out actually thinking outside the box. We got to make sure that we classify them as something, rather than being just you know intelligent people. Like, and I'm not saying all these. All I feel like sometimes people go they go overwoke, meaning like they damn near go full blown retard. Like <laughs> overwoke. Like, I'm just, I'm sorry, and I I, I kind of say I'd say hyper woke because it's like my God, you've been you've been up for you've been up for 48 hours, man. You need to take a nap. You know it, it's. They be they be wilding. You you took think, a deep dive into a shallow pond. Pretty much, man. Like you can't you can't convince me otherwise that 
I, and I said, we were saying this a couple of years, we were saying this when Trump got elected. Like, you can't convince me otherwise that there isn't agendas going on. Like, there are different agendas happening and they're working because people are denying that the agendas are actually happening. When you're denying the truth, guess what happens to the truth? The truth is still the truth. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you can deny it all you want, but it is what it is. Seem like you just had an epiphany or something. No, 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 no. I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to, to think. I want to say not in depth to the point where it's like you at some point you have to start taking stuff for face value too. So yes, like right. you 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 get in here you're doing this deep dive and and it's it's all about the overthinking and I think that's 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 a theme that's going to be kind of an underlying thing in this episode is that we tend to overthink absolutely everything when it doesn't really take that. We overthink what to eat, we overthink what to wear, we overthink where to go, we overthink people's interaction with us. We'll sit there at night and and man, I should have said this or you know, what if I said this? What if I did that? And you just sit there and overthink and you just got to go, "Hey, this is what happened. This is how I did it. It is what it is." And I I think we're getting further away from the it is what it is and we're getting more into the let me overanalyze some of the most simplest of things. Let me overanalyze starting this podcast. Let me overanalyze starting this this business. You know, let me overanalyze asking this person out. Like you just do it because you're trying to see the finish line before you even start. Yeah, it's, it's there's no there's literally no reason to to overthink things that don't matter. Like that's that's the big deal. Like you're overthinking things that don't matter. That's the weight and value you put on a certain thing is is everything. It, it means everything. And when you put too much weight on trivial things. That's an issue. You're literally wasting your brain power on dumb shit. <laughs> like, don't do that. Stop doing that. And I think that we have an addiction to worrying about dumb shit overall. It's wild. It's wild. Like, I, I was speaking about agendas a second ago. And one of the things that, that, that baffles me about stu- the stupidity of the average person is like, once, it, like I said, after Trump got elected, we realized that the the anti-male trend had started because around that time was around that was the first time that we saw a woman's march in 2017 because the woman's march was a response to Donald Trump getting elected, and at that moment, that's when you realize an agenda had started to basically almost start a gender war. So, with that being said. Like you're saying, don't overthink it. Like, okay, cool. I'm not going to overthink it. But the reality is, since Trump got elected, there was a gender war brewing. And they purposely did it as a response to him getting elected. You don't have to care. You don't have to overthink it. It is what it is. You know what I mean? If you're going to put all your, if you're going to dedicate your life to obsessing over a gender war, then so be it. But I'm like you're saying, like, I don't need to overthink it. It is what it is. A gender war is happening. It may just be online, but it's definitely a divide in the genders based on the fact that everybody hate why everybody hates white males now. Well, straight white males. There, don't overthink it though. Just it's that simple. And I think one of my favorite things that I one of my favorite quotes of all time is like, if you can't explain it to a second grader, then you really don't understand it. And I've always I've always my I've always heard that and I always said. It's always motivated me to simplify things. 
And when I hear that quote, I automatically tell myself, like, how do I simplify this situation? Like, how do I make it cut and dry? All right, Trump got elected. A lot of women were pissed off. And a lot of a lot of women, even black women, were pissed off because they they saw the results out there that said, you know, white women were a huge part of the reason why Trump got elected, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, OK, cool. Y'all, y'all, y'all are feeding us this information to piss us off and make us hate a certain group of people. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? But th- to keep it cut and dry, it's like, OK, there's there's a there's a social gender war going on. You're either conscious of it or you're not. And that's and that's what I was thinking. Like people will say, like like people who who do support Trump or, or supported Barack Obama. Oh well, you know, oh you're a Trump supporter, then you're anti-woman. No, not not necessarily. You 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 can be pro-woman and not be anti-man. Like like we had the conversation. Let's say we turn no boundaries into a Fortune 500 company. Does that mean that okay, since since we're we're not putting a woman in the CEO place that we're anti-woman? No. That means that we built this and we want to take care of it because this is our child. It's kind of like where yeah. where people say, you know, if you don't stand for this or you stand for that, then you're a part of the problem. No, not necessarily because my name might just be Bennett. <laughs> and I ain't in it. And I ain't in it. <laughs> Straight up, man. If, I, if he, I ain't got a dog man. in the fight, then why am I here? No. Like I, people want I, you to be outraged, man. I reposted something the other day on Facebook where where it was talking about um, in this doctor's office where they's like, all right, if you you know take take this this um this urine sample or whatever and write your initials in a black marker, and but if you you know been a, a victim of domestic violence or anything, write it in a red marker, and then you know we'll we'll pull you to the side, um you know tell whoever you're with to to leave you alone, and we'll pull you to the side. And, you know, we'll have a conversation with you, you know, in a, in a open, you know, and kind of like, you know, under, under no pressure where you're not sitting there with the person that's probably beating on you or whatever. You can just say, you can, Hey, this person beating on me. I'll call the cops and do whatever. See, I reposted that because, Hey, I have a mother, I have sisters, I have nieces. Like I, I have a lot of women in my family and if they're going through something, I want them to be able to see that, you know, so I don't necessarily you know, I'm not a part of that, but I, I see myself as having dogs in that fight. And I care <laughs> yeah. about those dogs, so I, I repost that. But, like, if we sitting here, we talking about gun control, and I don't own any guns, and what you're trying to control has nothing to do with me. If, you kind, if you're trying to control the polar bears in, the, in Alaska with guns, I don't have a dog in that fight. Nah, I don't. If you got to shoot you, the you polar just, bears, you're you asking people to do something. We're, we're both asking people to do something that doesn't seem like people can do nowadays and that's mind your fucking business i don't think i don't think people can do that these days i mean even even the even the purpose of this show like we're just having a casual conversation but for the most part like i don't ever feel like we're in anybody's business like i even hated to talk about lizzo but at the same time like outside of the fact that i feel like she did some dumb shit one time like i'm not in her business she could do whatever the fuck she wants to do so i feel like we have that mindset but a lot of other people don't like they get on something and like they're constant. Like you see this, this uh Megan and, and Harry shit going on still uh, with the Royals. It's like okay, like what does that matter in the whole scheme of things? Like how does that affect my life? It doesn't. They're irrelevant to me. And e- and even when I look at it, I'll, I'll go to Twitter or or Instagram, or Facebook, and I'll see somebody's opinion, and I'll I'll, I'll say okay, cool. I see your opinion. I'm I'm here. I didn't go looking for your opinion, but your opinion's here. 
cool. Even when people listen to our show and they're like, oh, well, why do y'all feel like y'all can talk about that? Why do you feel like you can talk about this? You came here knowing that we have our opinion. This is where we store our opinion. I'm not forcing my opinion on you. You came here knowing that this is where I keep my opinion. So therefore, when you get it, you can only be mad at yourself. I believe two days ago, a certain white man that is an MC has probably been MCing since 1999. <laughs> dropped an album people downloaded this certain white man's album and got pissed off because he made certain outrageous comments about uh, a particular event and I just sat there in awe thinking to myself are y'all not familiar with this man's content do y'all not know what type of music this man makes and you guys are really here pissed off about what he's saying you came here for that. That's sick. You mad you, you ain't get this you, Chance the Rapper when you don't really like Chance you, the Rapper. <laughs> you gave this man a stream over Roddy Rich because all y'all all of a sudden want Roddy Rich to just to be number one for some reason. Don't know how that benefits your life in any way. But you came here to give this man a free stream just to be pissed off. Same thing y'all did with Dave Chappelle. It makes no sense. If everybody just had the mindset of minding their damn business, you wouldn't have gave that man a free stream, and there wouldn't have been no no fake outrage. Because outrage only really lasted the weekend. Well, I probably ain't even seeing anybody no more. But like that's that's how y'all searching for headlines now. Y'all are forcing them. Y'all are literally going places where you know you're gonna be pissed off. It doesn't make any sense. Like I don't like when I see Republicans and conservatives going to liberal infested places. Stirring up trouble with these people that they know they have differing views on. Like, I didn't care about the Women's March. But the main people posting about the Women's March were conservatives and Republicans, like, talking down on it. I was like, why are y'all even there? Mind your business. (laughs) You went there to hate. Yeah, like, just stop. Like, people are going to protest things that you like. Guess what? Let them. They're gonna be they're gonna be a part of that group that dislikes something. You'll be a part of the group that likes something. As long as it doesn't get removed, you're fine. And a lot of times it doesn't get removed. A lot of times they just it might be certain like certain laws that come into place. But if something's beneficial overall, like it's almost like vegans protesting meat. How long have vegetarians and vegans and PETA been protesting uh, animal rights? Like since the 70s and 80s. Easily. Guess what? I'm about to make some chicken in a minute. People still eat like, meat. Like, <laughs> there is still a, a market for it. Like people are gonna protest things, and all it's really doing, like we used to like, we used to laugh at this all the time. It brings awareness. Let people bring awareness to it. At the end of the day, it's the right of the people to be convinced or not. If enough people get convinced, then it might that that might be an issue. Like. Just possibility, unless some authoritarian dictator comes through and just not, they don't give you a choice. That's different. But for the most part, we live in America. For the, you know, there's there are certain there are certain freedoms here, and it's baffling that people get angry about people expressing those freedoms. It's like it's a freedom, bro. I don't get it, man. If a musician drops an album and you don't like that musician, what are you gonna do, <sighs> bro? I'm gonna do what I do when I when musicians that I like drop an album. I'm probably still ain't gonna listen. <laughs> like, I, it's, I, and it's I, not I, that hard. Hey, I don't. Yeah, uh, Eminem it, dropped an album. It, I don't like Eminem. Keep scrolling. Oh shit, Will Smith dropped the movie. I don't like Will Smith. Not gonna buy tickets to see that. 
just, I'm just not, not gonna do it. To do. Oh, Will Smith? It's I can't not. I can't believe he dropped the movie. I'm gonna go watch it and I'm gonna give it a bad review. For what? Do you know how weird that is? Think about what you just said. Like that's like willingly going into a store and you're allergic to everything in the store <laughs> and you still grab it. And you still take it home to eat it to get to get alert to get a, a allergic reaction, and you try to go sue them, knowing you was allergic already. Like, are you serious or are you dumb? That's that is America right now, dog. That's that's that is that is society. Because I think I've I've noticed that this stuff is happening in places like Australia. This stuff is happening in Canada. It ain't just America. It's it's maybe America is where the cancer started growing, but it is it spread. It's definitely spread, bro. And it's it's, it's mind blowing, man. I just, yeah. So for the most part, man, I just I wish people would go back to minding their business. I've always I've always been a fan of. I've always noticed that minding your business definitely keeps you safe. Definitely keeps you safe. Cause I, I I was I I remember living in some of the some of the most, you know, sketchy places, and I minded my business and I survived. That was that was a survive. That was that was that helped me survive. I, to- and, I told you about Chicago, didn't I? Oh, yeah, yeah. When them boys was out there at Macy's. Was there, was there, was yeah, when they was out there wilding at Macy's. They was out there wilding. You told me. I, I never forget that story. I was laughing. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me that story. I, yeah, yeah. That, that, I, that, that, that's the epitome you, you, of minding your business. I'm not going to go closer to see why they mad. I'm going to go the other, other direction because that ain't got nothing to do with me. And and I, I think, see Aaron Rodgers back there. I see Aaron Rodgers back there looking upset. What's the score? And I And I think... From oh, it's seventeen to zero. They getting hauled. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. The the uh, 49 score one more time. They got to pass the stick. Gotcha. <laughs> but <laughs> I see, like from people who, and I'm I'm not gonna compare my upbringing to yours because I think yours was uh, was a little more was a little more rough than mine. But gotcha, I gotcha. was I was in those areas where it paid to mind your own damn business. Like I knew, my grandma would tell me, "Look, you don't go to that end of the street because that's where they sell drugs. Don't go down to that end of the street. Go the other way." Yeah, because yeah. I need to mind my business. Because if I go down there and something just randomly happened and the police pull up, who they taking? Everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. But most certainly you. Most like certainly me. me. Most like certainly me. you. <laughs> most certainly you. I because uh, I, I figured that where you were, it probably was some meth heads. Yeah, some meth heads where you were. Yeah, there was. I, I'm there just was. Yeah, about yeah. It. Okay. So prior to like seventh grade, it was it was your typical hood environment. I stay I stayed in the hood. Then from seventh grade, I moved, and then you got to get more of more of the the white people kind of drug usage, like you said, the meth heads yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It, it's it's everywhere, man. Like you should even even not even in Conroe, man. It's it's pretty bad, man. It's it's crazy. I was talking I was talking to a uh, a couple of people out here, and they tell me about how it's really alcohol, meth, um, uh, uh, teen prostitution. It's big out here, but you would never know that because like you know the that that doesn't that's not the makeup of this area. The makeup of this area is still oh it's it's um. It's affluent white. It's an affluent white community, and that's not the that's not the overall reality. And that just goes to show, like every place has their demons. There, there's, but, there's, also, there's an MLK Boulevard everywhere. Exactly, exactly. And on MLK Boulevard, you'll be fine if you do what? Mind your own business. <laughs> Straight up, man. Like 
I don't. I, I, just a, just imagine the mental turmoil that you go through obsessing over every headline. Think about that, bro. That's why I don't watch that, the news. No, I was explaining to my homeboys in the gym today, dog. I not only like. I like I like I like finding as you see people follow us on Instagram. I like finding funny headlines because that shit makes me laugh. You know, like the little transgender doll um, or the dude that had the uh, the six engagement rings. Like I like finding shit like that because it's hilarious. But I don't care about like the wars. I don't care about the god the stuff that's headlining in the gossip mags. Like I don't I don't even seek out this stuff. Like I just it's funny because it be on Reddit. Or it'd be like uh, tucked away on Tumblr, and it's just funny to me. And it catches my attention. But like the overall, like politics and all that, and uh, the bombings and and the uh, the black on white crimes, the black on black crimes, the cop killings. I never followed that stuff. Like I definitely would try to avoid that stuff because I know it's out there. It's inevitable. It's real. I don't need to be constantly reminded about it. Just like I talked about, um, like uh, one of our last episodes last year, we talked about trauma porn. It's like. I'm not seeking out Queen and Slim, although I may, and since I'm off tomorrow, I may, I may end up watching that tonight, just out of curiosity. But I don't seek that stuff out. But I hear about it enough. Uh, I'm gonna check it out, you know, to fulfill. Like I'm gonna watch it through a lens of knowing that I'm trying to see what message this movie conveys. I'm not really even going in there to be entertained. Like if I was, I would have saw it in the movie theater. Right. I would have wanted to get the whole, the whole atmosphere, the whole environment. But I'm not. That, that stuff is not really entertaining to me. Like. And who knows if the uh, the director is, is trying to entertain. They may be trying to enlighten and inform and educate. So I'm glad I, I've waited it out. And I'm not I'm not one of those people that are just like jumping up and wanting to go see Harriet. Like, I know people kill cops. I know slavery existed. You know, like I know these things already. It's a, you can't. It's, it's the same thing. And I, I want to say. One of the things Liz had said on an episode a while when she was on, and she was like basically lying to your kids. Like, there is no reason to try to avoid, you know, subtle realities with your children because your children are going to experience them. So if you don't give them a dose of that reality invert and just just talking to them about it, then how are they going to be prepared for it at all? Like, you don't be don't be afraid to talk to your children, and it's, that's the same thing with adults. It's like you know, don't be afraid to to face the realities of the world, but you don't have to willingly go consume it, especially as an adult. Because if you, as an adult, if you mind your business, I mean, you can kind of create your own bubble. It's some it's hard like, truths that you're gonna have to get to eventually. Yeah, you know, it's man, it's people that work downtown in Houston, bro. I know they see some wild shit. Like I know they see some wild shit on their lunch breaks. I know they see some wild shit on their transit from going to their suburban area to downtown. Like I know they see some wild shit. Unless you're in the suburbs all day, 24-7, then, yeah, you probably see wild shit here and there. But if you're going into the inner city in any city on a constant basis, you're seeing some wild shit. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. But that doesn't, that, that doesn't mean that you need to seek it out and try to confront it. Like, mind your business. So I can go experience <laughs> this wild shit. Let me go experience this wild shit. Nah, you don't need to experience all, everything, B. Y'all need to y'all need to curate y'all timelines, cause me, I mute so many motherfuckers. I mute I mute words. I mute a lot of shit, bro. Cause at the end of the day, like I'm not really put, looking at people's stories that I don't genuinely find interesting. Like if I if if it's somebody that's just like 
constantly in the club all the time, you know, like eventually you're going to get muted. I'm sorry. And it's not, it's not, it's not me judging you. It's just me realizing that you don't really have anything interesting to offer to my timeline. And I really, I'm not really on social media for the socializing aspect. It's really just the media that I look at to kind of like gauge information and like get stuff from. Cause once again, I like finding funny, funny headlines. I like memes. So nine times out of 10, if you ain't posting those, I'm not really interested in what you're talking about. Because I know everybody goes to the club. I know everybody goes to happy hour. I know everybody smokes now. I know all you females could twerk. I get it. It's old now. Got to offer something else that, oh, interesting to my timeline. That's why I find Reddit interesting. I find the Reddit comments inter- interesting as fuck, too. There's some smart motherfuckers on there. They're quick with it, too. But not, not, not to get too far from all the movie talk, we haven't done Netflix recommendations in a while. Oh shit, J Mark just hit me up about some of them hoes yesterday. Um, it's just we're in, we're midway through the show. I mean, I've been kind of upset with the social engineering that Netflix is a part of. So it's really been hard for me to get through a lot of shows in you know, like I even stopped Punisher after a while. Like I never finished Punisher. It just wasn't enjoyable because I just kind of felt like it got to the point where it was like this I felt like this little white girl was getting way too much screen time. She wasn't interesting at all. Um I'm sorry. And then uh, even one of my favorite shows, the OA, it got, it started going south. I hated season two of you. Like, not hated in a way like I wouldn't tell somebody to watch it, but I hated it in a way that was like, damn, like, it wasn't really, it wasn't as realistic and it didn't draw me in as much as season one did. Um, I love Mindhunters and you see what they bitch ass is doing with Mindhunters. <laughs> but, but anyways, um, if I did recommend anything, I think Dracula's worth a watch because, uh, the first two episodes, the first episode was cool. Second episode was solid. Third episode was horrible. But that's just my opinion. So check out Dracula. Uh, that's one of my favorite. Um, Dracula is one of my favorite monsters. So it was easy for me to watch that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you could check out The Witcher. I don't think The Witcher is. I, I think no, I actually I actually recommend that. I said it's not really worth the watch, but. It is what it is. I'm guessing the Aaron Hernandez doc may be uh, interesting. I may get to that tomorrow. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you know I was gonna bring that up? Yes, and I was, and I, I set that up, and you, you talked okay, me a lot. Okay. okay. The Aaron Hernandez doc is a very mixed bag because one, Aaron Hernandez was killing niggas. I'm just gonna put it out there. He was killing niggas, and. Yes. I mean, and that's what I went there for. Hey, I want to know, you know, why he was killing these niggas. You know, what was the history? What, you know, really what 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 brought him to the to this moment? And I really didn't feel like I got that. They say, like, oh, he killed these people because they spilled uh, spilled a drink on him in, in the club. It's like he's in here in some dusty Air Force Ones and some regular jeans. Like he wasn't even clean. So it's kind of like, eh. and then he looked all happy and stuff after the club. It's like this this doesn't look like somebody that killed them because. You know, they fucked his fit up. So I'm like, I, I feel like I left with more questions than answers. Like, the, the, I still don't know why I killed Odin Lloyd. I still don't know why. Like That's the only case I know about. That's all. Like, I only know about Odin Lloyd. And I know when uh, SportsCenter and I, uh, CNN, it was one of these. No matter of fact, it was E! News. E! News followed the Aaron Hernandez trial a long time ago when it happened. What, this was 08, 09? Was it? Was it? This this shit was old, bro. Cause I I want to say just put it like this. It was years ago. Yeah. And uh, 
and hold, hold on, the Tim Tebow them they won. Yeah, this was yeah, this was like this was like early. Tw- this is before 2010, maybe 11. But um, no. And long story short, I I don't I don't I just know that there was a beef with Odin Lloyd. Yeah, there was some sort of there was some sort of beef with Odin Lloyd that that was, in my opinion, was way more than a drink being spilled. Put oh like yeah, that, that. that's a different scenario. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I didn't see what I get from that story is that Aaron Hernandez, Aaron Hernandez was a sociopath. That's that's obvious. You know, he was he was Ted Bundy or Jeffrey Dahmer. He's a sociopath because they operate at a mental, a different mental capacity. Like they'll kill you and then they'll go shoot pool an hour later. Those are psychopaths. Those are sociopaths. We'll, we'll never be able to understand them, you know. But for the most part, I think the Odin Lloyd situation. I, if I'm not, can you remind me what Odin Lloyd was as far as like what, what was like was he what, what did he come off like an innocent bystander in this doc? I'm just curious. pretty 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 much that was ah, see, that was like Aaron Hernandez's fiance's sister's boyfriend. It, 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 they, see, they, they sell it like that, but there was there that's that's why the producers are probably saying that this doc is a lie because I do believe that. Odin Lord and Aaron and I believe those whatever that little toxic ass circle there there was some be underlying beef there that is just best kept best kept secret. They was talking about oh, they I, was friends. They sit there and they rolled blunts, and that was another thing. They 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 just talked. About, oh, he was a chronic marijuana user. Chronic marijuana user. Like oh, he would just you know just chain smoke chain smoke weed all the time and stuff like that. It's like okay, this guy's a and what knowing what we know now is like this guy is a professional football player. He mm-hmm. has been playing football for the majority of his life. His body probably just doesn't even work right, and he probably is mm-hmm. is taking this weed to 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 not. First of all, he's he's already messed up mentally. You could just tell based off mm-hmm. based off of a what he was doing and b his thought processes. You can even listen to the phone calls that they had taped and be like, all right, this guy just isn't right in the head. And then you add that to the punishment and abuse that his body's been put on. And you've got to realize he was young, like 20, 20. I think he was mm-hmm. like 23 by the time he killed himself. Like this was a young guy. And so so it's like there's a lot of stuff here and you're, you're just making they and it's hard. Like I said, it's a mixed bag because there's no doubt in my mind that this guy was a killer. But it's like you painted this picture of him to be so much more worse. And granted, there's. Not really much worse you can get besides killing somebody, but it's like you the the picture they painted him just didn't seem to be that accurate to me. Like like you 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 made him you made him as bad as possible when it wasn't necessary. Like he, this guy's already bad, you don't have to make him quote unquote badder. And then you start sprinkling in the gay stuff, and it and I'm watching this doc. It's like this has nothing to do with nothing. Like you're and not, you can't even defend that. Yeah, and you're not even saying, oh, he killed this guy because he's gay, because this guy found out that he was gay or anything like that. You, you All of a sudden, you got, oh, he's dead, and now he's like, oh, well, he had a, a sexual relationship with this guy or anything. And, and now it's like, okay, these people just coming out of the woodwork for clout. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And then and then they'd have news news um, reporters, you know, and they're making gay jokes like, oh, yeah, he's playing tight end to his quarterback and then turned into a wide receiver, like stuff like that. It's like... You're talking about, okay, I get, like I said, I get that he's a killer and you're talking about this man's life, but you're also talking about the people that he killed too. 
So you're you're making jokes about this, and then you take him some of the serious seriousness away from the people that he murdered. And I was like, this just yeah. isn't. And like people's like, oh yeah, this is. I, I, I think more, most of the reviews I see is like, this is not good, but it's not bad. Because I think mm-hmm. as a society we strive off of murder mysteries, and you know, there's there's channels dedicated to murders, there are podcasts dedicated to murders. There are shows and docu-series, so we strive off that information, especially when you put some a uh, high-profile person in there. Like the O.J. Simpson story won, won Emmys and stuff. So as mm-hmm. a society, we we strive off that information, but I think they just tried so hard to hit everything on the board with this that it just turned out to be not great. Like you wanted to get murder in here, you wanted to get sexuality in here you want to get mental health in here you want to get cte in here and you just did so much and you did it sloppily give it to an independent filmmaker that's that's um that's funded by you know somebody outside of an hbo or a netflix and i guarantee you, you probably get way better information um because I, I, I like i said netflix is really it's they're a huge part of the social engineering right now and uh, i noticed a long time ago that um if it if it's not something that like that's based off of like sexuality, they're probably not gonna push it too much. Especially like right now, like they're making sure that every chance they get to do something that's anti male, they jump on it. Um, so I'm not really surprised. I won't. I won't. I mean, they they literally Netflix is Netflix is huge in that arena. That's why that's why they lost about forty percent of their subscribers in the last year. And I, I, I know for sure, you know, I, I'm definitely uh, leaning off of that wagon just based off the fact that I could watch half those shows without even being a Netflix subscriber. If it wasn't for my mom, I'd have been um, I'd have been jumped off of it. But um, yeah, so yeah, it's I'm intrigued by this doc, but then I'm not. And I just I mean, this is random again, but I just realized Emmanuel Sanders has another chance to win a Super Bowl. Um, I actually I, I forgot he was over there. Um, it's twenty-seven to zero, by the way. But uh. Oh yeah, I'm, 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 Jay. So everybody here's on the podcast. How long have I been saying San Francisco 49ers going to the Super Bowl? Uh, I, I, I think like, like week, week two. Yeah, honestly, I, and I said they were better than Baltimore, so I wasn't surprised. Defense wins championships, so it is what it is. That's the only thing that scares me about um, Kansas City. I feel like Kansas City's defense is kind of it's kind of shabby, and really Pat Mahomes banks on going into a shootout with you. I don't think that he's gonna want to get into a shootout. With with the Redskins, uh, I'm mean, not with the Redskins with the 49ers defense because he may get sacked a few times in that game. I so can see that. Uh, is it, oh, did did Joe Montana play for both those teams? He did. He did. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> that was our sports take for the week. <laughs> but, <laughs> but now, man, I mean, we're, we're talking about it. We're talking about NFL player. Uh, well, he won with he won with the Gators, right? Won with the Gators. Won the national championship. I mean, him and Tebow. Him and Tebow, she, you know, it wasn't just him and Tebow. I mean, <laughs> those, 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 were, those were the high-profile names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now you got me thinking. Who else was on that team? Was it was uh was the um the kicker? I mean, not the kicker, the kick returner. Didn't they have a kick returner? That was a beast. Uh, we don't, we don't need to go too deep yeah, down that rabbit yeah, hole. Yeah, yeah. But I, I wonder. I just I say I say that to wonder like. As many people that was affiliated with him, like, what did they have to say about? Were they on a documentary? What did they have to say? They they just had old and news clips. No former teammate spoke on that documentary. No, no, wait, no, a couple, no, no. There was there were a few. I take that back. There were a few, but it was 
to me, it was guys looking for a chick. Okay, so that 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 tells me another thing right there. Like, I kind of feel like th- there is really no positive light that you paint this guy in. But at the same time, like, if you get me some real honest opinions with people that was really close to him outside of his girl and some dudes chasing clout, like, I feel like they were dudes that were in the locker room with him. Did we get a lot of those guys? Or you, did we? Or you got did, a couple those? of them. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And, and, and he, I'm pretty sure, like I said, it, it sounds intriguing, man. I mean, the memes are probably to go away. It, the memes are probably to go away in a, you know in a week or two. Everybody's glorifying the girlfriend of being this ride or die. And you already know the the combo we had on that. The the whole the whole the whole dynamic of a woman being a ride or die. I, I truly don't believe in that because I feel like you're only gonna get a ride or die in an opportunistic situation, like. That if that's your if that's your steady flow of income, if that's your check, then you have every reason in the world to be ride or die. Right. And it also comes down. I mean, that, that is the modern woman's mindset. Just like the fact that a woman's probably not going to submit to you these days if you're not that guy. It's bottom line. Like if you're not if you're if y'all both are equal, then she has really no reason to be a ride or die. She might ride with you, but she ain't dying. That's for damn show. Yeah, she so, has she has she has she has everything to lose and nothing to gain. Whatsoever. You know, and that's so yeah, I don't that all this ride or die nonsense, it's it's not it's, it's crap and and no 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 man should put you in a situation anyway. So uh, and but like I said, man, we in modern society, man, we love that we love that Joe Goldberg and love dynamic. We love toxic relationships, man. We we look at those, we 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 tend to, and I don't know if, it, hopefully, by the time you're listening to this, you list, you watched our last MB snippet that is on YouTube and our Instagram, and don't forget our Instagram is no boundaries underscore podcast. Uh, the no and no boundaries isn't a O; it's actually a zero. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, if you if you've seen the last MB snippet we had, we talk about the um, the question is, um, are we too in? Are, are we too entitled in modern society in regards to relationships? And it's funny to me because I think that although we praise high, what we term as high value relationships, we we praise the Obamas, we praise the. Uh, the Megan, celebrities. Let's just leave them at the yeah, celebrities. Yeah, you know, we praise them. You know, and. But when it's all said and done, our actions show that we like a good old toxic function. That's what we crave. We don't want what is seemingly good. We actually turn our backs on that. And I'm seeing that more and more. And it was funny because I was thinking about the Michelle Obama quote later. And she kept saying something about um, if it's too easy. She said something about if it's too easy, you know, it's, it's, it's not good. If, 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 if all they want is easy then that's not good. And I think people got that message and they may have got it confused with, well, if it's easy, then it's too good to be true. So I need a little toxic because toxic is more realistic. But I don't really think that's what she was saying. I think what Michelle Obama was saying was, once y'all actually find each other and y'all are where where y'all need to be at, then the work in bettering yourselves is not going to be, is not going to be, uh, easy that's gonna be hard because in order to get to a national championship you know once everybody's playing their roles and they're comfortable playing their roles now it's time to work as a team and that's that's gonna be hard to win a national championship it's not gonna be easy like i think that's what she meant i don't think they meant that 
if this nigga cheating on you, take him back. Like, I just don't, I don't think I don't think that's what she meant. Again, it's, 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 a, it's a fine line where you go too woke or, or and, and overthink, and then you don't think enough. It's like, yeah, there's going to be fights and there's going to be, you know, disagreements in relationships. That's part of life. There's not one person on this earth that you've got along with every single moment of every single day. But also, it's kind of like you have to draw a line, too, on how much am I, where's the reward in this? Am I just putting up with this person because they've told me, well, you know, I'm moody and you know, I'm this, and you know, I'm that. And, you know, am I just put up with it because I feel like I'm obligated or do I see that there's a benefit of putting up with this person's bullshit? As opposed to putting up with somebody else's. Like I value this person and their bullshit higher than anybody else and their bullshit. So therefore I will go through it because the ups are outweigh the downs. Ridiculous, man. That's a wild way to look at it. Definitely, definitely hyper woke on that one. Like I I think I've gotten to the point in my life where like I know for twenty twenty, I, I don't I don't see I don't fathom myself going on a date. Um, I, well, I know I'm not going on any dates in 2020, and that's just one of those things that um, not necessarily a resolution, but that was like sort of an awakening. And it's like it's so unnecessary today, just based on the fact that I I don't have the energy to bring that type of <laughs> man. I, I can't bring I don't bring drama to people's lives. Like I don't I can't do it. Like. I can't intentionally do it for sure, but I just can't be sitting there in a situation where I'm like, I know things should be going smooth, but it's like, oh, uh, am I supposed to slap you here? <laughs> like, like I can't do that. Like, I think people long for that. Like, am I supposed to uh, start pretending like I, I'm cheating on you now to make things interesting? Like, that's what it feels like people are really into. I just can't get down with that. So it's like, once again, man, I come across a lot of women that make more money than me. I come across women that make less than money than me. But at the the, the, to the story, more of the story is like, I'm not. I'm never gonna stray away from like, hey, if if I'm if we're kicking it, I'm paying for this and you're paying for that because I'm no longer treating women like um like they're like they're incapable of taking care of themselves. Like like I can't do it anymore. Like that's one thing I definitely learned from the Remy episode is. Women, women embrace the strong and independent to the to a to a almost to a fault. It's like you're strong and independent, but you still want to be taken care of. Like it doesn't work like that. Like, like a lot of these a lot of these other guys might you know might give you the illusion that that's cool, but I'm sorry, like Willie F is not is not he's not gonna support that whatsoever. I think that is a that's backwards thinking. It's counterproductive, and it 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 says a lot. It says a lot about the. Um, the relationship model today and i think that's why it fails on a constant basis i was reading something the other day and it was it was saying like i want to say like 70 percent of um millennials are basically single and it's really? just like i mean it says a lot yeah, yeah it's, it's a huge number that are single and um it's either single they're either single or they're living like a, um they're living a highly infidelic lifestyle <laughs> like it's almost once again it's it's almost like the sexual revolution is like coming in full force with our generation, for sure, for damn sure. Because um, I know the sexual revolution came up, came about like in the '60s, but I don't think they've ever seen anything like this before. Well, what's going, what's going on now is, is is complete pandemonium, in my personal yeah, opinion. Yeah. It's disgusting. 
It's disgusting, man. It's it's disgusting to the point where, like I said, man, like I have to mute people just based on the fact that I know they have nothing to offer outside of their sexuality. And that is annoying. Yeah, I've never thought I'd see a time period where human beings I'm talking about human beings that have the cap- the, the capacity of of um making <laughs> combustible engines, making making websites, uh create, you know, building engines, like just being all out geniuses and all you want to hit me with is I'm sexy? Yeah. I look I look good. Look this, at me. This is what I bring to the table. I'm attractive. At this point in time in my life, I am attractive. And even men do it. Hey, look at my feet. I'm a nigga dripping. Like, that's all we talking about? I mean, I'm hoping that you have a job where you have to use your brain. I have a, <laughs> I have on a $1,000 outfit. And I'm <laughs> this one outfit. This one outfit is $1,000. Like, I just, I'm just not down with that, man. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm right now focusing on my son and this minimalistic lifestyle I enjoy. Um, I get a lot out of it. It's crazy when you think about doing the, like people doing that extra shit, people that are quote unquote doing the most still aren't satisfied. If you peep it, if you really peep them, it'd be people doing the most. And it's like, it's just not enough. I got to do this again next week. I got to do this again tomorrow. That is crazy. It's, it's, it's like, kind of it's kind of like okay, yeah, you took me you took me to Austin for the weekend on a surprise trip last weekend. Well, what you got up next weekend? Like, damn, this doesn't suffice for like at least forty five days. We gotta <laughs> which, do it. Again. What you got next weekend? We gotta do it again six days later. That is that is such. That I is need so... to be. I have to be completely innovative all over again in six days. Because that's, that's how quick memories fade now. Just like albums. Like, albums don't last for three months like they used to. It, they fade in a week's time. And that's how quick memories fade. Yeah, I remember doing it. And I appreci- I remember doing that with you. And I appreciate it. But what's what we got next? That's that That's that information overload, bro. It's, it's information overload. It's entertainment overload. It's just an overload on so much. And it's microwave. Because it's in and it's out. It's like, jeez, man. Gotta, we went to Austin this weekend. And now we gotta go to Barbados next week. Like, whoa. <laughs> we gotta we gotta go to Greece after that. Like, what lifestyle are you living? That money tree. That is and and it's and it's man. regular people. We're regular people. We have regular nine to fives. Dog, that is the that is the infection. That is that is what happens when famous Hollywood elites and just, you know, even A's, the B-listers and the C-listers are giving them, giving us too much of their lifestyle. Because all that is, is mimicking the the elite. It's mimicking the the 5%. Like, like 5% of Americans can probably do that type of stuff with ease. The other 90, 95%, they doing all that shit off a credit card. Or they got a sugar daddy, or they doing it off a trust fund, or they stealing. Like, like don't forget, man. We had a episode, whole episode about scamming. Like, scamming is still a big thing. Like, people out here still scamming because people don't think they ever gonna get caught. And then, and then when you think about it, it's not about the person; it's about what that person is doing. 
Because you have to, you have to, and this is, like I said, you, you start overthinking, well, you know, if this person isn't doing this for me anymore, that means they must like me less. Definitely. Or or it's kind of like, do I like this person regardless if they take me to Austin for the weekend or they just take me to Wendy's and get a four for four? Am I still rocking with this person? To me, that's going to be your ride or die. So it, it can be like, all right, yeah, we're in Austin this weekend. We, you know, or we go to Barbados or something and we riding at that point in time. But also when we die in and it's like, all right, we can only afford to go to Wendy's or we can only afford McDonald's and, you know, we're going to stay at the house and watch a, TV, a movie on TV, you know, when we die at that point, are you sticking with that too? That To me, that's the ride or the die. If they're there for the highs and they're there for the lows. And I think men and women should be the same way when your woman going through some something, whether it's financially. And like we had um, the conversation off air where you talking, what we're talking about if, if we're in a joint household and, you know, somebody loses their job, it's like, all right, you got 90 days. You know, I, I got, I'm going to hold this down for 90 days before this ship starts to sink. You know, you got to understand that if you're riding and dying for this person that, hey, don't leave me out here to die because you did too. Come back and, and let's get this ship right again. And I'm going to say two things. I know probably people probably hear that 90 days and they're like, oh, that's fucked up. But of course, Will would do that. No, the 90 days is setting a standard because like we talk about on the NBA snippet, if you have standards, let's be real about your standards. If you're getting with somebody because they match you financially, you know, they match you financially, they match you on a mental on a mental level, then you're expecting that person to be ambitious and you're expecting that person to bring his coin back to the table. And if you really are about that standard, then you are going to make it known by setting a standard. You're like, hey, well, you got about 90 days or a lot of stuff is going to get reduced. That doesn't mean I'm going to leave you, but there's going to be a, cat a catastrophic change in how this shit is approached in the next 90 days. And this 90 days should light a fire under your ass and it shouldn't bother you because it is 2020. We can't afford to be playing these games. Like, I forgot the uh, Tyler Perry movie, but I think it's uh, I could do bad all by myself. Like, straight up, I don't need... I don't need dead weight. I don't need a bird carrying around dead. No. And once, and once a person, once a man or a woman becomes a burden, the person, they're going to be looked at differently in that relationship. Like, I'm sorry. Like you get with some, I was watching the, um, the Judy Garland movie, the uh, movie about, um, the movie about Judy Garland. And I've been knowing about her, her, her biop, her biography. But the interesting thing about her is I think her downfall was based on the fact that, her worth declined over time and she start feeling worthless. So as she start feeling worthless and the men in her life let her know that she was worthless, it was it was done it was a done deal after that. That's how it works in relationships. Once your worth decreases as far as what you can bring to the table, because that's the that is the that is the overall that's the big question in a relationship. And it's probably been the big question in relationships for the past ten years. What do you bring to the table? And I think men and women alike are waking up and realizing that we all got to start calling each other out on what's being brought to the table because bringing vagina to the table is not good enough. Bringing penis to the table is not good enough because if that's the arrangement, then let that be the arrangement. We're not about to get and let's, this. And let's know this isn't going further than sex. If that's all Bottom you're bringing line. to the table. Straight up. And, I can't. And, I can't and marry even, and build a life in the future off of sex. I, I, I think it's simple, but clearly it's hard, because in the reality of that, 
people try to mute their feelings for one another, knowing that it's not that if that part is not easy. But if you truly can get with someone and the notion is it's only going to be a, a purely, you know, it's all about sex. We'll have our combos here and there, but that's all it is. Then that is probably going to take some practice. And that's gonna ha- that's gonna have a timeline on it, no matter what. That's not gonna be able to last very long, and that's just as simple as that. People going into these things, I mean, it, it happens, you know. It's people that be it be side chicks for ten years, but I think those work when both people are side pieces. Like you married, I'm married, and we and we 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 messing with each other. It's like we don't have we we may have feelings for each other, but we're both committed to other people. I feel like that's the only time that that probably works. But if you're two single people in a friends with benefit situation, it's probably not gonna last more than a year or two. And after after going into that third year, you're probably pushing it. Yeah. But um, I mean, it, I I know looking at this generation, I know I know twenty one questions. They have these motherfuckers to be like, no, 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 because because y'all. Cause y'all not about that life. Like y'all just not, it's not, this is not the 21 questions era. Like this era, this is the era of the summer walkers. This is the areas of the Meg the stallions and, and whoever else is, you know, portraying this, uh, you know, uh, I'm a boss, bitch, a boss bitch image. You know, if that's the case, then, you know, continue being that, but more than likely that is not going to get you, a, f- a fundamentally successful relationship. You are going to struggle to build on relationships because everybody's playing the quarterback. I, I look everybody's- at it. I look at it this way: that the definition of being a boss bitch is changing to where it is easier for your everyday, or not even everyday. Your your. I don't. I don't know the correct word I want to use, but you're 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 less than upstanding person to be considered a boss bitch. I think you know they're 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 Explain they're saying it. they're saying okay promiscuity is, is something that a boss bitch does now scamming is something that a boss bitch does now like usually when and and take it back what twenty years ago when you think of a boss bitch she had her her own car she had her own career she had um she basically just took care of herself she was honest you might have even associated her with you know being a, a full-fledged member of the church that's what a boss bitch was back in the day and now it's kind of like all right she sleeps around she tre- she acts like she acts like a, a a low standard man is basically what it is mm-hmm. you this I'm is the new boss bitch standard. a low standard man because that's what we used that's what hey you know oh he got all these hoes he got a flashy car he got this he got that that's what uh what we looked at in the in the in the cash money era era you look at Birdman and, and them, you know, hey, you know, the flashy cars, the jewelry, you got all the women. That's what a boss was. It wasn't the guy that put on a suit every day that had a nine to five and that went out here in these streets. He wasn't a boss. The boss was the flashy person. And now that's kind of transferred over to what women look at as a boss. And it's really not that sustainable. I remember you had the, we had the conversation where you say, you know, the drug dealing culture isn't what it seems like. The, the the middleman, if you're not at the top, you you might as well have a nine to five because you're not making a bunch of money. Nah. Nah. And and, and, and that's a that's a good ass comparison because you look at that like, yeah, you're running around here doing all this, you know, you're being promiscuous and you're acting like a low standard man, the outcome is not gonna be what you want it to be. 
you know, <laughs> you you are you a petty you a petty dime sack drug dealer. The, the, your your main outcomes are going to be one day you you have an epiphany and you quit and you get you a real nine to five or you end up in jail. The outcome for a low stand, the outcome of a of the modern day boss bitch is you probably will end up with a kid or end up with an STD or in in all honesty just end up alone and miserable. It's not it's not a truly positive outcome and it's all based on the fact that everybody's living for the moment and they're the, the people that they're looking up to, they're lying to them. On a day to day basis, they're being lied to. And a lot of men figured out the hard way that we were being lied to as well. Like, there is truly no value in being a low standard man, being a low standard man, being a low value man. That's why I tell people all the time the main purpose of a man should be to chase his purpose, to chase, to chase, to, to seek out your purpose, to, to get what you know that you rightfully deserve. And in order to get there, you know that you need to earn it. If you're if you, you don't sit here and say I want the baddest chick on the planet. If you at home playing 2K all day, you eating Doritos off your belly, you got man boobs like you're not going to get <laughs> the baddest chick on the, I'm sorry like you're not going to get the baddest chicks if you are not presentable and you are not successful. But you don't need to chase women in order to do that. You need you should be chasing that path which is getting off your ass. And, and and chasing chasing that dream. That's why I don't knock people that that are mixtape rappers. I don't knock people that you know have side hustles. I don't knock Uber drivers. I don't knock any of those people because I know that at the end of the day, the outcome for them making honest money, making honest money and doing it the right way is more than likely they'll be financially fulfilled. They'll be they'll be they'll be they'll be financially comfortable enough to do what they need and want to do. Rather than feeling empty at the end of the day, like, oh, I, I was driving around for six hours. I made a nice amount of money. I'm going to take myself out to eat. I'm going to go home. I don't got to worry about, you know, missing bill payments. I got my money. I think when it boils down <laughs> to it, man or woman, if you're working on on the best you, whether that's financially, whether that's physically, hopefully it includes all of that, and mentally and spiritually and everything. If you're working on the best you, you don't have to chase anything. It's going to come to you. People are going to yes. recognize yep. that you have your shit together. Where you're a woman, you have your shit together. Where you're a man, and have your shit together. People are going to see that, and they're going to gravitate towards you. And I'm not going to lie. Some bad people are going to gravitate towards you. Some people that just want to use you. Some people that... Some opportunities, for sure. Some people that are, are going to be low-standard men and low-standard women are going to gravitate towards you because you have your shit together, and they need to come leech off of that. So, yeah, you're not going to get all good things, but as long as you're working on yourself and you're presenting the best you that you can, then your your chances are better, in my opinion. Man, I'm telling you, it's always gonna. This is this is always gonna be the case for for the men out there listening. You will never lose women chasing money, but you definitely will lo- will lose will lose money chasing women. That is always that's a universal law, and it's always gonna be the case. And for women out there, like. It really is the same thing. Chasing men will probably have you in a situation where you're passing up great men. Like you're chasing this one guy, and you're 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 you're, you're obsessed over future, and all of a sudden you got your Barack Obama over here, you got your Russell Wilson over here. Like it happens, and I'm I'm those are just cliche examples, but what I'm saying is like sometimes that guy that you're stuck on is 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 messing up your vision. Like focus on you. And be observant of the people around you because greatness is probably looking you dead in the fucking face. Like, it's that simple. 
Oh shit, I can't find it. Um, but what does it say? Um, the 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 risk you the risk you got to take is gonna cost you the something. I got it. I got it here somewhere. Just ramble until I find it. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I get what you're saying, man. Like, like I think Jeff even said it on uh, the examples episode. He was like, "Don't um, don't don't ex." Basically, setting settling for a certain life and trying to you know claim it's a practicality. Like you're 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 looking you're living this mundane lifestyle and you're telling yourself, well, this makes sense. This is the smart way to go, but you're not taking any risk, you know. And I think a lot of people tend to stay on a, a path. It's a comfort zone disease. And as I said, it's, if one thing in the last decade that any of us learned, if we don't learn how dysfunctional and unhealthy the comfort zone is, that's baffling. Because I feel like the comfort zone and, um, Jesus Christ, uh, <laughs> I feel like the comfort zone is something that was a constant buzzword popping up in the last 10 years. And like, Man, like I, I just don't see how somebody is in the comfort zone and they don't recognize it. Like you're in the comfort zone. Like you know you're there. Do something about it. Here, here it is. The risk you're afraid of taking could be the one that changes your entire life. And that's definitely that's, that's plain and simple. Because like like you said, you recognize when you're in the comfort zone, everything is going fine, and you don't have to you don't have to do anything more. You don't have to do anything less, and you could probably cruise at this level for the next. 30 to 40 years and just be fine. But are you really here just to be fine? Uh, it seems, uh, it seems like a lot of people are, man. A lot of people are just here. People want, people kind of want predictive. People want predictable, pr predictability. Like people want to be able to know what's happening tomorrow, which is fine in a sense. But it's like, if it's if it's a heartache to get there, then maybe it sh maybe you should rethink what you're doing. Cause even in that sense, it's like you're 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 settling for less, and it's a headache at the same time. It just doesn't add up, in my opinion. Like if if your job if you're 30 years old and your job said, hey, this is as high as you're gonna climb in the company. You're not gonna get promoted any higher. You're not gonna make any more money. This is where you're going to be at. And you're good right now for, at 30. But it's like, you know, for the next 30 plus years that you're going to have to work before you get to retirement, you know, this is where you're going to be. Are you going to be cool with that for the next 30 years? Or if you're in a relationship and it's like, look, everything is going great, but we're not going to get married. We're not going to have any kids. And if that's something that you want, are you cool not having those things because everything is good right now and you're just going to spend the rest of your life not being married because you want to be married and not having kids because you want to have kids just because you've got comfortable to where you are? That's something you got to decide for yourself. Definitely, definitely. And um, that, that, that comes with having those conversations with yourself and with the people in your life, which people are afraid of because we know for damn sure communication is an issue. It's not the primary issue, but communication is definitely issue uh when it when it comes to uh, modern day relationships shit is wild man and, like even said, the good, and even the good communicators aren't good especially when they dealing when they communicating with dumbasses or motherfuckers <laughs> that's too that's that's hyper woke motherfuckers overthinking what they shouldn't even be overthinking man but uh ooh, if, if anybody's listening they noticed uh, a bit of a lag in this episode it was because my cheap ass computer uh <laughs> Kick me off of Skype, but uh, my stupid ass forgot to plug in my damn my damn laptop. But um, anyway, man, y'all, yeah, for, for sure, if y'all out there, man, y'all followed us this long, I think y'all get a kick out of the NB snippets. Uh, 
the YouTube the YouTube page is No Boundaries Podcast. It's just normal spelled like that. Uh, when you go when you go search for it, you may have to slide over for a little while. That's why it's important for you when you do find us that you do subscribe because the more subscribers we have, the more people that like and comment, it'd be easier to find us. Same thing with uh with uh Apple Podcasts. The more the more you rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, the easier it is to find us. And we definitely appreciate it if you do you guys do that. But anyways. Words of advice. Well, my words of advice kind of go in line with with the whole theme of this episode, along with um, the tweet from um, Chase Ronald that I've basically read every single day, where he says we're shooting all shots in 2020. Whether you're single, single, triple coverage, it's a it's a it's a zone, whatever you're shooting that shot. But um, my words of advice are just be happy. Being angry, sad, and overthinking just isn't worth it anymore. Just be happy. Shoot that shot. Get your answer. If it's the answer you want, you got it. If it's not the answer you want, you got that too. So don't you don't have to overthink. You don't have to worry. You don't have to be angry. You don't have to be... Well, you can be sad, but you know. But you got your answer. You're not in the dark. Go to the light. Okay, okay, okay. Um... You know, as usual, I ain't got nothing. But uh, I guess I'll I'll just piggyback off of the the uh, whole mind your business thing. Um, I, I just I I don't see I don't see any value in consuming a lot of information for the sake of just wanting to be in the know. And um, I think sometimes it's okay to like not know things. Like it's okay to not know things. So it's okay to to be not a part of the water cooler conversation because at the end of the day, I mean it's not gonna hurt you like if it's meant to be it will be that's the universal law (laughs) the the universal law of patience in in my in my mind if it's meant to be it'll be just be patient pretty much man and and (laughs) i i think that's for me the lifestyle i've chosen it's it's made me a lot more i i can't even say happier it's just i'd be chilling man I know people hate to hear it, but I be chilling. And I know that throughout this year, I'll have my moments. I'll have moments where I'm like, oh, shit, I had a great time. And then I'll have my moments where I was like, I'm just chilling. Because I really don't even I don't even look at life as a as a – I be bored because I really don't be bored anymore. Because if, if I'm chilling, it's my choice. Yeah. If I want to do something, I get up and do it. You know? <laughs> like – like if if I'm at work, I'm, I mean work keeps me occupied. I'm I'm really ever bored at work. So yeah, man. Uh, bottom line, man, what's meant to be will be. And I know I know one thing that y'all need to be doing is on YouTube looking at them MB snippets. You know, and because <laughs> that sounded like a I threat. Like to, <laughs> I like putting those things together, man. And uh, I know T with Monroe is supposed to be a. Uh, I'm thinking she's probably gonna start one too. Hers are probably more IGTV based. She used to have a, a YouTube channel, I think. Uh, I'm not sure because I know that on on average she records her uh, podcast. But either way, man, I know she probably coming with one soon. I hope Sean drops the episode. Um, I told him. I told him that, is, that Monday is approaching. Yeah, yeah. When we feel like it, podcast. If you're listening, man. Hopefully on this gracious MLK day. You um you, we we can listen to you first before I re-listen to ours and uh once again forgive us for the technical difficulties that we had but uh we've been doing this way too long to just throw episodes away so it is what it is <laughs> and with that being said this has been the No Boundaries Podcast thank you for listening but ever since the dawn of civilization. 
people had craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary 